Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G. And the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Julie Cielo. Julie, are you ready to do this? Let's go. Let's let's go. Julie is the founder and CEO of Firm Fatale. They are a leader in the adult non-alcoholic probiotic mocktail space. I'm excited to have you on. Julie, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, George. Uh, so I'm from rural Pennsylvania. I grew up as a child medium. Dead people started talking to me when I was eight. Uh, had a fascination with death and art and science, which led me to a career in mortuary. So I'm a trained embalmer and knew that I was off my path while I was in my last semester of mortuary college and uh, decided to become a healer and use my intuitive skills uh, to work with the living. So I, I had a career for over 20 years in Florida healing clinic, basically uh, doing energetic and uh, body work, taught yoga class, meditation for many years, moved to L.A. about a decade ago and started uh, Firm Fatale and uh, created a brand new beverage co- category called the Probiotic Mocktail. Uh, the name of the product is called Shrubucha. And it's shrub, which is vinegar-based fruit juice mixed with fermented tea into classic cocktail flavors with, again, zero sugar, zero alcohol. So that's what I do now. That is probably the most interesting introduction that anybody's ever had on the show. So that is awesome. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Truth be told, truth be told, I think that there is an entire podcast with every stage of your life, certainly. So, but let's well, let's. George, the joke is, I used to ferment people, but now I ferment beverages. Boom! Awesome. See, I, I I'm confident <laughs> you've got a million of those. Awesome. All right. So, how? And 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 you've had a ton of success. You're essentially creating a new category. You've raised over a million dollars. You don't have any employees, no sales reps. So, I, I guess, walk me through. You came up with this idea, and now here we are. It is it is now in the world. Yeah, so there was a moment in time that really inspired this. And the moment in time was I was 24 years old. I was living in Atlanta, Georgia, and I was sick with what they thought was an autoimmune disease. I was bedridden for mm-hmm. six months. It was horrible. Um, it turns out it was likely Epstein-Barr but at the time, the doctors couldn't help me, and I was really, really sick. I couldn't, I couldn't have anything to eat or drink. It was bad. But I was at a Dave Matthews concert, dating myself a little bit, and uh, you know, watching all of my friends uh, tap a keg, and I felt really left out because I was eating a salad with not even any dressing on it. I was so sick, and in that moment of feeling left out, I realized that if you're not drinking alcohol, you're not really a part of the party. Hmm. So 15 years later, when I moved to LA, I hired a couple consultants to help me to direct my new career and, and help me to flush out some of these ideas. They call it a discovery session. So I hired these two consultants and I was pitched an idea to do an online program called Rhythm Lifestyle based on the seasons with diet movement and philosophy advice. And they were like, you know, it's just too complicated which category do you really 
are you passionate about? And I said, oh, definitely diet. And they said, why? And I said, well, I was an Italian fat girl, you know, grew up, <laughs> my whole life has been around food, you know, and I, and I just, I love diet nutrition and I especially love it because I had to get a degree in nutrition to nurse myself back to health after that autoimmune collapse. I got a degree in natural health studies and specialized in digestive wellness. And, and they were like, wow, that's so cool. So what kind of food are you passionate about? And I said, definitely fermentation. I grew up with uh, an Italian immigrant grandfather. We were eating sauerkraut and, you know, he fermented everything. And um, whenever I got sick, I had to go back to my roots. And they were like, all right, we're on to something. So close your eyes. And uh, what's the name of your new company? And I just blurted out Firm Patel. And they said, you, did you just come up with that? <laughs> and I said, I've never said those words before. I have no idea where it came from. It must have been like sitting under the surface of my, of my consciousness. So um, long story short, uh, I told them that it was a line of fermented cocktail mixes. This was in 2014, <laughs> okay? So this is long before anyone was talking about social beverages. And interestingly enough, I, I got six figures of funding opened up our production facility, uh, formulated five different fermented cocktail mixes, which at the time I was calling the convertible social beverage to try to ride down the center of the highway and appeal to everybody. I later learned not to do that. Um, <laughs> but at the time I, you know, I, I was like pitching it and they, they didn't have zero sugar. They were kind of loaded with sugar and, you know, I, but I, again, uh, it was an idea that I needed to bring into the world. So um, long story short there, um, BevNet picked me up for startup beverage of the year showdown. Uh, I was the only company pre-market and I'm up there on stage talking about, you know, social beverages and, <laughs> you know, at the time nobody had said anything like that yet. And they were just like, huh, who is this crazy woman? You know? Um, and I ran out of capital a month after BevNet Live and pretty much spiraled out and lost everything, including my entire retirement fund. I was homeless in LA. It was a bad time. Uh, so how, how did I get from there to then launching the brand? Well, it took coming to the end of my rope, pun intended, because I actually did hang a rope and I was going to commit suicide. Oof. And I heard the voice of my Italian grandfather and he said, very sarcastically so now do you know what you're living for <laughs> and that was very powerful that was very powerful in that moment I realized that I needed to get back on the horse and follow my dream and um, I thought you know I need a life coach is what I need and then I heard ding 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 become one <laughs> become a life coach so that's what I did. I became a life coach and I coached myself back up on my feet. I practiced my own advice, which at the time was fake it till you make it. And I started doing probiotic mocktail pop-ups in downtown Los Angeles, pretty much all of 2019. And my former investor, my current partner, she saw me doing this and saw the effort I was putting in. And she said, you know, maybe now's the time. I said, well, if you're going to do this with me, you need to ride it out the whole way. <laughs> so uh, she agreed and I built the company again, but this time not with my own production facility with, uh, with uh, a co-packer. 
in a fulfillment center offsite and based, you know, it took me an entire year to build the company again. And, uh, then air one, which is, uh, a chain in Los Angeles with, I think they have six or seven locations now. So it's kind of the creme de la creme of grocery. They picked us up first. I was the first adult non-alcoholic beverage on their shelf and had to teach them who, like I said, they're kind of top of the food chain when it comes to retail in the nation. I had to teach them about this new category. And then I had to help them place my competitors next to me in order to create that, that shelf, <laughs> um, uh, visibility in the way that it needed to be. So, uh, we were at Erewhon shelves for a couple years. Uh, and then I launched e-com firm fatal.com on January, 2020, as you know, pandemic hit a few months later and I had to make a pretty big executive decision at that point. And I'm really, really glad that I didn't give up because we saw our sales go up 400% with the pandemic. Um, It was pretty staggering to see a movement that I believe, you know, we were definitely a part of creating, but that movement really came into uh, solidification uh, during the pandemic because so many people realized that they had alcohol problems and were leaning into using alcohol as a crutch. And they, a lot of people decided to, either cut back or cut it out completely. And we certainly benefited from that. So um, that's, that's kind of uh, how the company, you know, reemerged was, was through, um, you know, me just pulling up my bootstraps and getting back on the wagon and having the wherewithal to, you know, do it again. But I've got to, I've got a family member who's probably the most successful family member and uh, she invented something called the clipper vac system and uh, pretty revolutionary. She was a dog groomer down in the basement and she was like, you know, I wish that uh, I wish that uh, I could suck this dog hair up while I was trimming it. (laughs) And she invented it. And uh, I asked her at one time in her life before she got dementia, what, what do you attribute your success to? And she said, just be the last one standing, perseverance. <laughs> so I hear that advice and the voice of my um, grandmother, who's with me every day. She's very much alive. And her words were one step at a time, Julie, just one step at a time. And I, I live by those words so much I'm, I'm thinking about getting a tattoo to my arm George <laughs> nice <laughs> well what a journey and certainly congratulations on 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 the success so I, I certainly appreciate that so many people recognize that they maybe were drinking too much had a problem whatever during the pandemic and so this certainly makes sense it is are are this is this is a unique thing because it's very healthy to drink, but it's also an alternative to a cocktail because it, it, it tastes similar to a cocktail. Well, you know, a lot of people feel like, you know, it's not so much about the cocktail. It's about the ritual, hmm. you know, it's about the reward at the end of the day. It's about shifting from work into relaxation at five o'clock. And so many of us have been brainwashed by big alcohol 
to think that we need ethanol in order to give us that fix. And research shows that it don't, that fix only lasts for 20 minutes. And the, the, you know, there's, there's no real benefit uh, uh, after those 20 minutes. Then you're just dealing with, you know, getting fat, having anxiety, you know, um, just all the, the negative, I mean, it deteriorates your gut lining. I mean, I could go on and on about the negative effects of alcohol in the sure. gut, but you know, people, people are starting to recognize this and a lot of people fit into this gray area. So if you put it in hashtag gray area drinking, you'll be shocked to see what kind of movement is happening with people, but they're starting to say, you know what? I want to feel good in the morning. I want to go, I want to meditate. I want to, you know, and I don't want to uh, have this constant conversation with myself of why did I do that again? Hmm. Why did I do that again? And, and, you know, your friends might not think you have a problem because you're not blowing up your life. You're not, you know, getting DUIs and shit. It's, it's like, you're just a normal person uh, in society. It, the problem is, is alcohol has become so normalized. So to answer your question, yes, it is an alcohol alternative. Does it taste like a cocktail? Well, most cocktails are loaded with not only ethanol, but sugar. Sure. And ethanol is liquid sugar. So, you know, it's not going to taste exactly the same. But in my opinion, if I pour uh, a Madame Mule shrub bucha into a co copper cup with a squeeze of lime, I'm completely satisfied. You know, I feel like I'm enjoying and, you know, our bottles are custom glass. I've gone through great, great uh, lengths to keep our packaging sustainable. And um, the custom glass bottles are just cute novelty. So when you're holding on to them, it feels like an Orangina, you know, like a San Pellegrino Orangina bottle. That was what I was really um, emulating the bottle after because the drink was inspired by the stories my grandfather used to tell me about you know, the Italian immigrants out in the fields drinking shrub, which is a vinegar based drink, and it would cool them off in the summer heat. So whenever I was creating it, it was really being inspired by these old stories as well. Um, so yeah, we've got Nojito, Madame Mule, Margarita, Cosmopolitan, all sh under the Shrub Bucha label. And then I've got a new one called Iconic Water, which is basically fermented water uh, into a, a probiotic tonic water. And that was designed to accompany the non-alcoholic spirits that are flooding the market. Um, people might not know this, but there are, are a lot of alternative gins, tequilas, rum. None of them have ethanol. So we, we create, I created the iconic water to accompany what I see coming down the pipeline and what I enjoy most is recipe formulation. I, I can't wait to crank out some more formulas, but you know, I'm, I'm one individual, <laughs> one human. <laughs> Only so many hours in the day. Got so, it. And one step at a time. <laughs> and, and, and one step at a time. That is exactly right. Well, that, that's so cool. I didn't know you could ferment water, Julie. Yeah. Can can you ferment everything? <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. I used to watch my grandfather ferment in oil. He would ferment peppers in oil. And I remember being out in the barn looking at these bubbles of oil, and I thought, 
I wonder if we'll all die here. <laughs> <laughs> but I was a morbid kid. How I'm still I'm still a morbid kid. Like 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 that's really what you thought. Are we all gonna die here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we all going to die together eating these hot peppers, you know? Okay. And you know what? I've never had food, po- knock on wood, I've never had food poisoning my whole life. You know, I really, I really think that getting that good bacteria in the form of, uh, you know, he basically fermented everything, um, really did populate my gut. And then unfortunately I caught Epstein-Barr virus hmm. at nine years old. And I believe that's what kind of knocked me off the rails, but um, yeah, for centuries, many, many centuries, all cultures ha- have their own cultures, you know? So the Russians have kvass and the Ethiopians have Tej and the, the Mexicans have polke and tapache. And if you go to our Dirty Dozen page at firmpatel.com, I've got, uh, 13, uh, so I've got a, like a, a baker's dozen in there. Uh, 13 different ferments from all around the world. So I don't, I don't just bottle fermented drinks and, and sell them. I educate people about the cultures of the world as well. That's awesome. Cultures have their and own that's, cultures. That's what keeps me passionate. I, yeah, uh, yeah, and that's what kept them healthy. Yeah, I love it. So you mentioned that, that you talked or your grandma talks to you or you talk to your grandma every day still. Do do dead people talk to yeah. you all the time? And if so, <laughs> are, are are they just constant? Like like, is somebody trying to get your attention all the time, or are they are 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 they polite and do they wait until you're kind of free? It's not quite like that. It's very random, and you know, I wouldn't consider myself to be the most skilled medium. Otherwise, I'd be doing it full time as a career. But generally, what hap- what happens is someone will come to me and they don't know why they've been guided to me. Hmm. And all I need to do is feel into their energy field and, uh, and there'll be somebody that either recently passed or somebody that's been trying to get them a message. So, you know, it's very random, like things like that happen in the grocery store, you know, like um, it's not like something I go chasing, but uh, whenever I had my practice, I would literally get into the energy field of the person on the table and it was, it, and it came very naturally and easily to me. But now that I don't do that work any longer, it's, it's much more random because um, I'm not seeking it. But, you know, when I was in mortuary college, I had tons of babies that were homicide and accidental death victims. And they were nonstop talking to me. Hmm. And that's the reason why I left, left my last semester because I couldn't handle it. It was just overboard and I didn't know how to turn it off. And, um, I wasn't sleeping for months at a time, you know, and just became sort of delirious from it because they were harassing me. Um, but you know, since then I've learned how to, protect my own energy and uh, I'm not obviously around a bunch of people that have been murdered thank god um right. <laughs> but yeah. it's it's uh, to answer your question it's it's quite random um you know if i put some time and energy into one individual um i feel confident that if there was somebody that wanted to get a message through it would happen uh but it's not something that i really go out 
seeking other than, you know, my grandmother. I mean, I don't even have to seek her. She's there and I can feel her presence nice. with me all the time. I yeah. love it. How many people are in a, in a, in a class at, at mortuary university or mortuary college? And is that, I, I mean, is, are there a lot of people who are attracted to that? I'm not, you're, you're, you're the representative yeah. for mortuary college right now on the show, Julie. Yeah. So I went to Lynn university, <laughs> okay. in Boca Raton, Florida, uh, also known as God's waiting room. Um, <laughs> and there were eight of us in the class yeah. and I was the only female. Okay. Uh, I was bullied quite a bit. Um, just like I was bullied growing up, but I was bullied because I was the only female and they were like, let's make her sick. Let's give her the worst cases ever. Oh, great. And, um, yeah, yeah. So that's unfortunately, uh, you know, boys club. That's, that's what it's like as a female to (laughs) sometimes. Um, but it made me, it made me a lot stronger. Um, I certainly was able to do things that the boys weren't able to do, like removing a human brain with a cranial saw at age 19. Um, all that came pretty naturally to me because my grandfather and I were, I mean, I pride myself on gutting deer, (laughs) you know, and, um, so it wasn't, it wasn't a real big leap, (laughs) uh, to gut people. Um, I know that probably sounds really gross, but, um, uh, that's, that's, I totally get it. Yeah, and uh, and I would say that the childhood trauma that I had with a mentally ill parent, um, fortunately and unfortunately, helped me to disassociate. You know, when you're around somebody and you know you died of a horrible death, and you know you've got your hands on them, if you allow yourself to go into their story, it can be emotionally debilitating, and you're not able to do your work. And I. I found that because I had a lot of childhood trauma, I could disassociate easily and I was able to do things that pe- other people weren't able to do without getting sick. So, um, it's kind of disturbing, but true. Fair enough. Well, getting back to disassociating from work and easing into relaxation and doing so mm-hmm. without having to worry about putting on a inner tube or a tire around my stomach or waking up with a hangover, where can I get, where, where, where can people learn more about Firm Vital and where can they pick up some of your product? Oh, thank you for asking. So we are, we have uh, chain stores all over Seattle, Southern California, uh, Portland, Oregon. We're in Chicago and New York City as far as retail goes. But most of our clients uh, and customers buy off firmfatale.com. And when you sign up for our culture club, which is our newsletter, et cetera, uh, we um, offer 25% off the first order. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Julie your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to firmfatale.com. That's F-E-R-M-F-A-T-A-L-E. Dot com and check out all the great products that Julie has created and join the Culture Club, yet another amazing term, Julie, and get 25% off your first order. Thanks again, Julie. Thanks so much for your time, George. Appreciate it. 
And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.